Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome back, Misfits, and welcome back to a new episode. Today, we are continuing the Holiday 411 series. Yeah. Got yeah. you some info yeah. on another holiday. Mm-hmm. So, Valentine's Day is coming up. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? <laughs> that was good. That was good. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So, we're just going to jump into the teachings because you already know what's going on. Yeah. Yes. So Valentine's Day occurs every February 14th across the United States and in other places around the world. Candy, flowers, and gifts are exchanged between loved ones, all in the name of St. Valentine. Right. Yeah. Oh, that pretty <laughs> that, that red heart. So, <laughs> so the holiday is named after St. Valentine, which originated from the Catholic Church. So before we get into anything else, let's talk about Valentine. Like, who let's is talk this, about person? this person? Yes. Yeah. He has his own holiday. Let's yeah, talk about let's, it. Let's see what it's all about. Yeah. So the Catholic Church recognizes at least three different saints named Valentine, all of whom were martyred. One legend says that Valentine was a priest who served during the third century in Rome when Emperor Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families, he outlawed marriages for young men. Valentine thought this was an injustice and continued to perform marriages for young couples in secret. When Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Okay, kind of drastic, but yes. you know. Yes. You know, so it far was it's sounding the law. real great, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, he was marrying couples in secret. Yeah. That's all awesome. I mean, they outlawed it, so it made sense. How and he dare was like you? being no like, yeah, the person the who love. stood up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were often beaten and tortured. According to one legend, an imprisoned Valentine actually sent the first quote-unquote Valentine's card himself after he fell in love with a young girl who visited him while he was in prison. Before his death, it is alleged that he wrote her a letter and signed it, quote unquote, from your Valentine, an expression that as many of you know, is still very much used today. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Yeah, so from your Valentine, there was a guy named Valentine. Yeah, so yeah. everyone after him just copied his name. Yes, <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically. Hey, we, we're doing what he did. Yeah, we're all we're Valentine. Doing, we're all Valentine. Exactly. So by the Middle Ages, perhaps thanks to his reputation, Valentine would become one of the most popular saints in England and France. I like how you said that. France? <laughs> France. <laughs> I'm in France. Um, so that's who's thought to be Valentine, like the person. Now onto the teachiness. We're gonna talk about the story of the holiday. So the holiday has both Christian and ancient Roman tradition. Um, some believe that Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to commemorate the anniversary of Valentine's death or burial. Others claim that the Christian church may have decided to place St. Valentine's Feast Day in the middle of February in an effort to Christianize the pagan celebration of Lupercalia. And here we go. <laughs> this is already starting to sound very familiar for the Holiday 411 series. Right. There's yes. all this merging of different celebrations. Yes. And like, let's bring a little of this and let's cover up let's the pagan this. With, yeah, let's season it with some <laughs> pagan salt. Um, More like Christian salt, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. here's a pagan holiday. We're going to Christianize it with some salt. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely. So, Lupercalia, celebrated around February 15th, was a fertility festival dedicated to Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture, as well as to the Roman founders Romulus and Remus. 
The beginning of the festival, members of the Lupercai, an order of Roman priests, would gather at a sacred cave where the infants Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf or lupa. So yeah, do you know this, the story of Romulus and, and Remus? I don't think I'd heard... I don't think I'd heard this before. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Um, and it was something about how there's these two kids, very much like Cain and Abel kind of, and they okay. like left somewhere and they, they were in a place where there was like no food and water or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then this she-wolf had um, milk still and was like basically like cared them. for them like they were their like her kids or something. Or yeah, basically her pups. And then something happened where one of them, I want to think, it, I don't know, because their names are very similar. Yeah. <laughs> but basically they, they separate and mm -hmm. one of them is like the founder of Rome or something. And okay. it, the city is named after one of them or both yeah. of them or something like that. I mean, they have similar sounding yeah. names. So yeah. Something like that. Huh. I don't know. Maybe that's well, something that we could talk about later. A little history lesson there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so these priests would sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purification. They would then strip the goat's hide into strips, dip them into the sacrificial blood, and take to the streets, gently slapping both women and crop fields with the goat hide. Far from being fearful, Roman women welcomed the touch of the hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the coming year. Later in the day, according to legend, all the young women in the city would place their names in a big urn. The city's bachelors would each choose a name and become paired for the year with this chosen woman. These matches often ended in marriage. Whoa, so, I just, we need to pause. Yeah, that that's a lot. a lot. Yes. It's very, um, like a physical, like a picture. I can like, mentally see it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. So they wanted to be hit with the goat chunk. Right, because it somehow they would meant make it they more would fertile. be more fertile. And, and then, then after that, they'd get paired up. Right, you put all your names in an urn. I guess because you're more fertile, so you're like, let's go make babies. Right, and then bachelors pick you, and then, and then you're, you're like, hey. together for like a year, and then sometimes they would get married and sometimes they wouldn't. Yeah. That just all that just sounds so off. But it sounds very much like, put your name, we're going to pick you. See you're going to go together and get married or something. Or not. Or not. Yeah. But maybe eventually, I don't know. Like, because you were together for a year, it's like, well, let's get married. I don't know, because there's no but, details, but, like, these women, some of them probably got pregnant, and then they yeah. didn't get married, and so... That's... Because I was, I'm sure that's the point of them, like, coupling up, mm -hmm. was because, oh, I'm supposed to be more fertile, so, yeah. like, let's get together, and yeah. whatever, but... And let's be paired together. Yeah, for just for know. a year. That's, that's just a lot. That's just a lot. But, interesting information. So, Lupercalia uh, survived that initial rise of Christianity, but was outlawed as it was deemed quote unquote unchristian at the end of the fifth century when Pope Galatius declared February 14th St. Valentine's Day. Uh, it was not until much later, however, that the day became definitely associated with love. During the Middle Ages, it was commonly believed uh, that in France and England that February 14th was the beginning of birds mating season. So that kind of adds to the idea of, you know, this middle of February Valentine's Day is about romance, yeah. right? So like because if mating season birds. starts. <laughs> Therefore, their love relates to like other people's love. <laughs> so it's all it like intertwined. When you say it out loud, <laughs> oh my gosh! But it's like, hey, the birds. Hey, they're it's, mating. We they must be, be in love. <laughs> they're in love, so let's be in love. Like what? That's a love, little bit of a reach. Yeah, this, but, is, this is something you else. Know, in the the human uh, logic, you know, <laughs> trying to obviously like tie yeah. things together, like yeah. birds, us. <laughs> 
It must, it must be. It's meant to be. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's make that an actual holiday. So here we are. So the English poet Geoffrey Chaucer uh, was the first to record St. Valentine's Day as a day of romantic celebration in his 1375 poem, Parliament of Foals or Fowls. Is it fowls? Like birds? Foals, like foals. Okay. Yeah. So in the Parliament of Foals, writing for this was sent on St. Valentine's Day when every fowl cometh there to choose his mate. Or when every foal cometh there to choose his mate. Yeah. We don't know birds, so <clears throat> fowl, foal. Yeah. Sure. They both sound like bird names. <laughs> you guys decide which one you want to you uh, say in your brain. <laughs> I'm giving you options. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, but Valentine's greetings were popular as far back as the Middle Ages, similar to this one. Though written Valentines didn't begin to appear until 1400. So there was writing about Valentines, but, yeah. you know, we didn't really see it, it kind of become more yeah. popular and all that till the 1400s. Yeah. It's interesting, um, though, because when the guy wrote the poem, it's mm-hmm. in that popularize the whole valentine's thing mm-hmm. it's, it's similar to christmas when that guy made that comic remember yes yes or like did a illustration of santa claus with the costume and all this other stuff and yeah and they kind of like gave people boomed, like this like an image. oh yeah there's yeah, yeah like the visual of that's what it represents yeah. or that's who uh santa claus is and so popularized yeah, it really so similar. yeah mm-hmm. yeah kind of like a specific artistic kind of take on yeah. the holiday yeah that's very interesting well, that's a lot, right? But we can see those parallels, right? With the whole Christmas thing and Valentine's now. But we don't want to end this episode without talking about... Cupid! Cupid. Yeah. So we've all heard of Cupid. At least I hope we have. I think we have, especially with school. <laughs> Cupid is often portrayed on Valentine's Day cards as this naked little cherub launching arrows of love at unsuspecting lovers. Like oh, how just cute. sharing the love, right? Yeah. Like he's a little angel. You're you're alone, and oh, I just want you to have love. So I'm gonna throw this arrow at you. Yeah. So you find love and yeah. find a match and the mm-hmm. whole thing. Sounds great. Yeah, in theory. Uh, but the Roman god Cupid has its roots in Greek mythology, and it is an interpretation of the Greek god of love, Eros. He appeared as a handsome youth in early art and poetry, but by the Hellenistic period, he kind of morphed into this chubby winged child that we know as Cupid now, right? So once he was adopted by the Roman culture, he was renamed Cupid, and so it stems from the word for desire. Mm. Uh, and so we kind of see the association again with right. um, like I shoot the arrow and I give yeah. that person desire for you or something exactly yeah. exactly so like the Roman god Cupid arrows concern himself with love and passion so there's that similarity again and so Cupid making mischief and playing with lives right like the whole piercing humans and gods alike it was like this whole enchantment right like yeah just basically like trying to convince them or playing yeah. with them creating these feelings right yeah. for people that's crazy sounds like witchcraft um yeah very much so it's kind of scary because I, I read the thing as like playing with lies i was like playing with lies yeah. no don't play with my life yeah <laughs> no. no i don't want any of that no, no, no don't shoot him <laughs> don't shoot him <laughs> like don't do that yeah it's very uh like manipulative yeah. right yeah, yeah yeah it sounds tricky and not nice and not like a nice yeah. little baby it's angel. not this just image that mm-hmm. you think of it goes a lot deeper than right. that and then you're like oh no no thank you i don't want that <laughs> yeah <laughs> would you like me to no yeah thank no you. No, no, keep no. your arrow. Keep yeah, your arrow. yeah, please just your don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm actually fine alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. Thank I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, so we, uh, after researching some of this, like we said, he's not cutesy and mm-hmm. all that. You know, we don't, we don't want playing with lives. 
that's not our thing um we'll pass yes. <laughs> for sure we'll pass yes uh, we'd rather have the giver of life yes um instead of the manipulator of yes lives. yes yeah so that's that's who we're gonna stick with yes um team god um but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so we just wanted to talk about valentine's day we just wanted to give you a little history and a little information and background and i didn't know any of this information i oh. knew about like the vaguely about the story about there was a guy named valentine yeah or yeah valentine or something i knew it was but like kind I of based on a person yeah else. yeah yeah, so it started out like nice and, and um, harmless. Yeah, and then almost like just, wanting to protect these people who are in love yeah, or wanting or to help them Christians out. Yeah, Christians or something. Um, yeah. But then the adoption of the date. That's where yeah. it's, it's just weird. That's where it's, yeah, it's very strange. Takes yeah. a turn. Takes a turn. Takes a turn. So even though overall we know God is the God of love, mm-hmm. um, but he's God of love every day and yeah. everything, you right. know, so not specific to this kind of holiday trying to make something that's yep. not really there right he doesn't trick us he yeah. don't got no arrows no no um no he's no. just he just operates out of love and love yeah. us every day like you said yep so we hope that you enjoyed this episode we hope that you learned something new about valentine's day that you probably didn't know yeah um it got a little dark and uh but it's the truth but it's <laughs> so, the truth yeah yeah so we hope you yeah. learned something today and as always this is fran this is yali we are the midtown misfits and we will see you next week bye bye